Welcome to the Career Design Podcast. And I want to introduce you to today's topic, which is very interesting to me for those who are Star Wars fans, which is all about the Clone Wars in corporate America. Have you ever wondered why everyone looks and acts the same inside of corporate America? Well, I'm going to teach you about why that happens and why it is your greatest downfall right now. I'm Lindsay Mustang, and this is the Career Design Podcast, made for driven, ambitious square pegs and round holes type professionals who see things differently and challenge the status quo. We obliterate obstacles and unlock hidden pathways to overcome and succeed where others have not. Stagnation feels like death, and we are unwilling to compromise our integrity and settle for being average in any way. We are the backbone of any successful business, and those who overlook our potential are doomed to a slow demise. We do work that truly matters, aligns with our purpose, and in turn, we make our lasting mark on the world. We are the dreamers, doers, legends, and visionaries who are called to make our most meaningful contribution and love what we do. Welcome to the Career Design Podcast. I'm Lindsay, and I am so excited that you are here with me today. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, the Clone War inside of corporate America. Now, uh, a little bit about my background. I have been in talent acquisition recruiting for 18 years. I've hired 10,000 people. I've uh, wrote the best-selling book on it. Uh, I've led talent acquisition at Amazon and have re uh, recruited for some of the most elusive talent on the planet. And there is something that um, is really a struggle today inside of recruiting organizations uh, for really high performance companies. And they are looking for these, what we call purple squirrels. Okay. So what is the purple squirrel? Well, it is the epitome of the ideal candidate. Uh, so when we call purple squirrels, it's like trying to find a unicorn, nearly impossible to find and uh, very hard to capture and retain slash recruit. And the reason why these people are so desirable is that they've created and cultivated a skill set that is unlike their peers. And uh, it's really easy to blend into corporate America. Okay. So I'm going to talk about how when you go through um, your life, you are uh, conditioned and programmed that you should go to school, that you should then go into debt and go to more school, and then you should go work for the man and uh, or woman, you know, equal opportunity here. But um, if you should do one of those things, and then likely um, you're probably going to work forever, uh, just because that's how most of us plan for our retirement is never ever to stop working. And uh, it's why when I look at people, um, we can look at them as giant masses of people like numbers on spreadsheets, um, because we seem to have forgotten that these are actual human beings that we're dealing with. We are talking about people who have feelings, people who have heartbeats, people who have family behind them, and they are not clones. They are not carbon copies. Um, and this is, uh, when you think about Star Wars, right? Why did they create the clone army? Well, it was a great way for us to create, um, you know, and I should say us like I'm the empire, but uh, that we were creating this dominating force that was more dynamic than a machine, okay? But if you notice that what they did is they created carbon copies um, that allowed for them not to have a lot of uniqueness. They didn't allow them to have a lot of flexibility. You weren't really conditioned to think outside of the box and in any case whatsoever. However, still not a machine. So I want you to think about this is actually what we have decided to do in corporate America. We've created job descriptions that are cookie cutters uh, and they're meant to say, okay, so here you are, Lindsay, and here is your cookie cutter. And I'm just going to stamp this mold on you and make you a carbon copy like everyone else. And now you're going to go through onboarding and you're going to do everything like everybody else. And then we question when we get to the end of the day, why we don't have high performers, why we don't have people who 
think differently, why we don't have people who question the status quo, why we still have groupthink, the idea of creating this homogenized set of ideas. We wonder why all those things happen when we have literally stamped people to form into a shape that we um, force them into. Okay. So instead of saying, okay, these are your God-given talents. These are the things that you're going to be so good at. And then we're going to say, actually, that's not included in your job description. In fact, I'll give you an example. I had a company I, I left. This was a long time ago and um, it was more than a decade ago. And they came back to me and they said, listen, we're really interested in having you coming back on board. And I said, okay, well, here's, here's some of the things like rules of engagement before I would come back. And I was like, I'm really focused on employer branding. Like, I really believe that your brand as an employer is an extension of who you are as your consumer brand and that people should be treated like welcome guests. And they were like, wait, 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 wait. And remember these, these people had reached out to me (laughs) and they said, I don't think that's actually going to be included. And so I said, Okay, well, then I'm not interested. And it shocked them. It shocked them that I would not be interested in an opportunity because uh, it wouldn't allow me to use my strengths. And this is where I want you to think about the paradigm of switching. Don't try to fit into the mold someone else makes for you. You break the mold. You be the thing that they want because you have all these skill sets. And this idea of creating this like uh, cookie cutter image, it doesn't do anything. And we wonder why, like, you know, Times cover says the death of innovation. Why? Why do you think that is? We've conditionally programmed people the enti- their entire lives up until the point they come in and start working for us to be like drones. We've created them as clones. We've created copies. We don't want people who think we want them to be doers, right? Except now, <laughs> except now we've realized that machines are better than human beings at just doing, okay? And here's an example. If people are like, oh, I don't know, like this idea of artificial intelligence. And I'm like, there's a lot of different ideas around artificial intelligence. So I've had a chance to speak on a, on a panel about this in particular. And I wanna talk to you about like, it's happening now. It doesn't look like artificial intelligence, meaning there's no Skynet, you know, we're not talking about that kind of idea. But what we're talking about is automation. Automation is the first step of um, artificial intelligence. Here's how you know if you have one. If you just pick up your phone right now and go look at a calendar appointment that's reoccurring, guess what? There is somebody's job that used to be uh, somebody like a a receptionist or some sort of administrative assistant that probably had that job that's now been replaced by a calendar or a a machine that creates calendar appointments for us. Now, it doesn't seem small, but I'm going to tell you, like somebody once said, um, I I, this one press release, they said they put this entire industry out of effect, which had like six people in it. I don't know if I consider it as an industry, which was creating flashlights that were automatic instead of on apps. They were just defaulted on side of your phone. So I want you to remember that um, if you are tactical in what you do, which means if you've fallen into this clone war, clone war challenge of in corporate America, then you are easily replaceable, okay? Easily replaceable. Now, that doesn't mean the people who are just getting started in the career, you are going to have to get your foot in. You're going to have to take on challenges. You're going to have to do things like companies ask you to. But when you get to the point when you're established in your career, when you truly understand what your value is, you need to lean heavily on your strategic ability and not your tactical. And here's why tactical will always be able to be outperformed by a machine, meaning There is a way that people can check email that is a lot better than when I get inside of it because we have machines that can automatically filter and do these pieces without having human interaction. So to be human is to be fallible. And it's good. Let me be really clear here. 
also to be human is to be strategic and to think like one thing machines can never be is human. And so while we watch this evolution and you guys are going to see a big change happen because I I'm sworn to secrecy on a lot of things, but for now, what I'm telling you, it's coming, it's going to replace the things that, um, remember we used to have to like light street lamps with, um, torches. Okay. It's a button. Now the same idea here is that unless you provide a strategic advantage, you can be replaced. Okay. And that's where it makes me very scared for when we think about all of the world today, because um, machine evolution and the way that we're able to use machines, we're outperforming human beings already. I can tell you that inside of major organizations, but then they don't need rest. <laughs> they don't need uh, a salary. They don't need benefits. They're always on and they learn better, faster, and they're more accurate than us every single time. We cannot win this war. However, you can, if you're human, and if you're strategic, okay? So this is where we become these ideal like purple squirrel candidates. The idea of the perfect candidate who brings all of these skill sets to us. And this is where like, again, going back into, I talked a little bit about the dream job zone. You need to find somebody who's going to embrace you for all the skills that you bring to the table. That means not just the things that you have picked up as qualifications, but the things that are innate abilities and God-given talents those things and the companies that are not embracing this are going to die on the hill of innovation because they won't have anything to bring to the table. And the companies that are willing to nurture and uh, lean into the people who have the most strategic advantage will be able to set themselves completely apart as revenue powerhouses because they've intentionally created career paths for their people to leverage their strengths instead of putting them inside of a box. Okay. This is the secret of why, like the rise of machines, like I, I am truly fearful for organizations because if they have subscribed to this idea where like we can automate and replace everything. In fact, I was watching, um, it was uh, Iron Man 3 actually last night and it talked about um, Happy was saying, you know, um, the most fallible part of human resources is the human. We need to get rid of that immediately. <laughs> And I'm like, there's a lot of truth in that statement, even though this movie is, you know, eight years old now. And so when you think about that, I want you to think really, truly, what is it that makes me different than every other person on the planet? What is it that, and I know that this is, you're like, well, you know, like I breathe, I eat, I, I'm pretty much like everybody else. And I'm going to say 99% of that is true, but the 1%, the 1% effect, that is what makes you a freaking rock star. That is what makes you unlike everyone else. And I'm not going to say that like, this is not something that's just like the very elite have it. That is not true. Every person has this inside of them. It's whether or not they choose to try to define it, to distill it, and that they have enough belief in their worth that they decide that actually this is worth pursuing. If they have that, then they can move past the point of being a tactical piece. If they are going to continue to be tactical, it's like you're a pawn in the game of chess. Like you just get passed off. You're there to be the front run. But as soon as like somebody comes into your zone, they take over your space, you're annihilated. There's <laughs> a lot of different analogies going on here right now. And then you move off the game board. Okay. And you have to go find someplace else to play. I want you to get out of that. I want you to think of yourself on the back row, like on the chess defense. What are you playing that is a strategic advantage? And I don't want you to think of yourself as like some sort of small player here. I want you to think of yourself as the king or the queen. I want you to think of yourself as the, and if I was going to say, I'm going to say queen because one, it's female too. The queen has a lot more power on the chess board. So they can move where they want to go. They can 
uh, target exactly where they want to go. They can achieve the things that they really want to choose because they decided and they didn't let somebody else's narrative about who they were or what they had to bring to the table define their reality. And so this is where we get into that idea of like, how do we get away from um, thinking of yourself as just somebody who clocks in and clocks out? You're not just that. You are more than the sum of your parts. And there's something inside of you that was brought here now to bring something to this world. And I know this is where it gets a little woo-woo. And I'm going to be honest, it is a little woo-woo because do you really think that you're um, unlike somebody, like that you're just like everyone else? Because I know you don't. I know you know down deep in your core, there's something, and it might even feel like this is wrong or this is off about me. There is a lot of things wrong and off about me that have made me a powerhouse. And that's what I want you to think about. The things that people have told you that are wrong with you. Those are strengths. The things that people have told you like, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. Guess what? You should be doing them anyhow. All the things people told me ever, Lindsay, knock it off. That is what I have banked my career on. So don't listen to anybody except for that little voice at the end of the day that says yes or no, and not the fear voice. You need to lean into the voice that says, this is because I choose to do more. And whether or not this aligns with that vision or not, that's a different choice. But what I'm saying is there's a voice at the very end of the day that truly believes that you're capable beyond even what you can comprehend. So this is the idea of what it looks like to be a clone inside of corporate America. And it's why companies that are, uh, they consider themselves these like game changers are reaching the point of uh, maturity and then they're in decline. And there are companies that are, you know, acting like these big tech innovators and they're not because they have fallen in this trap of creating clones. And if we play bigger and bigger and bigger, it doesn't necessarily make better. You have to really go strong inside of the idea of building an organization that's based on performance. And guess what? Performance is not cookie cutter. Performance is based on individuals. You have to give some leeway to help them, allow them to choose and pursue the things that they're way better than you are ever going to be at. And which is what they should be doing and let the other stuff go away. Don't force everyone to fit into a box that's not fair to you or to them. And it's not what you would choose for yourself and you shouldn't choose it for your people either or the organization that you're building. Now, if this makes sense to you, here's what I'm gonna ask for you. We are still launching right now. So if you can do me a favor, if this made sense, if this spoke to your heart, I want you to one, go ahead and click subscribe. Please rate it, okay? And give me a review. I wanna hear from you, especially if you're like, God, Lindsay, this made sense to me. Or can you go deeper into this? I need to know from you. So that's what my ask is going to be. And then if you wanna get entered to win coaching with me, if you want me to teach you how to be the purple squirrel, how to beat the, the clone war, if you wanna figure out how to get into your dream job zone, then that is a program that I am actually offering. It's not even something I offer right now, but I'm giving one away as part of our launch of this podcast. And all you need to do is just go to careerdesignpodcast.com and then you need to opt in in addition to like, subscribe and review. If you do that, then you're going to get a chance to win. And I cannot wait because we're going to document this person's process from beginning with me until the end. So you can watch the transformation of what it takes to go from the place where you're like, I have zero clue what I really am supposed to be doing here in my career, but I know I was tapped to do more to go into the place where I accept a job offer. And now here's what I'm doing. And here's how my life has changed. We're going to tell that story. And it's going to be something that you have a chance to enter to win. If you go and take those steps right now. Thanks so much for joining me today. I can't wait to see you on the next episode.